Hey you guys, so I was just on TikTok and I watched a video about Cleopatra. I've seen so many videos about her on social media and documentaries about her. Um, I don't even know where I used to watch those. Probably on History Channel or Discovery Channel. Um, yeah, probably when I was a kid. And then um, I saw her movie as a kid with Elizabeth Taylor. Not the whole thing because it was kind of boring, but Elizabeth Taylor was really pretty, so... I ended up watching a lot of it. Anyways, um, mainly just to see her and her fashion. But yeah, so I decided to do some commentary on the fact that sh people say the reason Mark Anthony and Caesar fell in love with her is because of her intellect. Okay, so Cleopatra was not native Egyptian. Some people like to believe she was, but she wasn't. Alexander the Great colonized Egypt like 300 years prior. And so her family and the people who ruled Egypt, they were all Greek. Now, I don't believe she was related to Alexander the Great because Alexander the Great, last I checked, he didn't have any kids. But a lot of people say that they're related to him just because they liked him because he was like a good colonizer and he colonized Egypt. But he wasn't really like... um. I don't think he had kids because he had a wife or two. And I know his wife wasn't wasn't Greek. She was like some other something. I don't even know. She's always depicted as like a woman of color. Like in the Alexander the Great movie, it was Rosario Dawson who played her. So I don't know if she was Caucasian, like from the Caucasus region, or if she would have been considered Arab or I don't know biracial I don't know what she was but I I don't I know she wasn't Greek but I don't know how I don't know what happened between him and that lady but I do know like most Greek men he mostly was with his boyfriend or his boyfriends he was always with different men he was he was like a bisexual but mostly gay I think he mostly just like men so he didn't really have kids to my knowledge to my knowledge because people even when I was in college they would say oh like the teacher was like oh she wasn't related to Alexander the Great but she probably told people she was or even in my big fat Greek wedding they're like oh we're related to Alexander the Great like seems like a lot of people want to be related to him for whatever reason but anyways I say all that just to say Alexander the Great colonized Egypt and then 300 years later she was the first person in the royal family to even learn how to speak native Egypt because they were only speaking Greek which to me seems kind of racist like they were it wasn't like all the people just died like they were surrounded by these people and didn't even bother to learn their language like they didn't bother to connect to them at all like they seemed kind of stuck up to me um like they seemed like they thought they were superior to not want to connect to them to even know what these people who are all around them are saying but Cleopatra learned it and Cleopatra was known for being pretty smart she's a smart lady she was a chemist she knew how to make her own perfume she bathed a lot I don't know how often she bathed but I know she used to take milk baths which is actually pretty good for your skin a lot of people um there's milk in a lot of products that people use for skincare and um so yeah she was pretty smart to know to use that and she had water baths and soap baths and stuff too and she made her own perfume now i don't know if she bathed every day um that was pretty rare back then for anybody 
but I know she bathed a lot and she used a lot of perfume and she smelled really good. Like even her ship was noted as you could smell her ship before she, you even saw it. And it smelled like flowers and all types of other stuff. And I can't even think of any ships now that, you know, the ship pulls up and you smell like roses and flowers. Like that's pretty cool. Um, or whatever plant she used to make her perfumes. And she made them herself. And she was multilinguistic, like I said. And she was just a really well-educated person. Um, she valued her education. And so, yeah, I could see how that would be attractive. I don't think that that was something that they didn't like. But at the same time, a lot of men are not necessarily attractive to women who show off how intelligent they are. So when they lead with the whole, oh, Cleopatra wasn't conventionally attractive. She wasn't noted as having any major deformities, but look at her. She has such a big nose, <laughs> you know, because she had, um, well, I've heard some people refer to as a Roman nose, like a nose with a hump over it. But the thing is, is that the part that the scholars, for whatever reason, don't ever talk about, and I think it's because they're white and they just see being white as being normal, um, is the fact that they were in Africa, Mark Anthony and Caesar. I can't remember which one came first. I think it was Mark Anthony went there first and then Caesar, and then eventually the Roman army came because they're like, okay, y'all are BSing around. Like, you're not getting it done. We, we're here to colonize. Like, let's get the show on the road. Well, I think... It was was that Cleopatra was white. Like, yeah, the Greeks had colonized for 300 years, but that's the same as here. This country's been colonized for, like, since the 1700s, 1789, like, 300, 400 years. So we still have white people, right? We still have white people. They have, at that time, they were Greek. Greek and Roman are basically the same. They're Mediterranean people. And having a big nose, I don't know if any of y'all have ever met Italians or Greeks before, but that nose that she had is pretty common still to this day in that part of the world. Granted, they have nose jobs now, but if nobody was getting nose jobs, and at that time nobody was, the features and the way that Cleopatra looked with her curly hair, dark hair, dark eyes, white skin, you know, big nose. She had a look that was very common in Greece and in Rome. So, of course, they would think, you know, that she was attractive. Not necessarily that she was a beauty queen, but that she just looked like a basically a normal white woman. Even today, I see people who look like Cleopatra all the time. You know, Mediterranean people with like a bigger nose it's not rare i live in new york so um in my area they have greek restaurants italian restaurants and i see people who look like how cleopatra looked back then and they're always married so it's not like nobody finds that look attractive it's just she had more you know she didn't look like Gigi hadid you know she didn't look like queen nefertiti who was definitely way prettier but Nefertiti lived way before her, and Nefertiti wasn't white. So even if they would have met, like, let's say Nefertiti was living at the same time, I don't think they would have reacted the same way because when you look at the history of African colonialization, even if you looked at, like, different places 
in the Horn of Africa, where a lot of people nowadays, they get modeling jobs, like the South Sudanese, the South, um, what do you call it? I think Somali, Somalia, where they kind of look like Egyptian, not, not Egyptians, like, uh, Ethiopians, but not Ethiopia, because Ethiopia wasn't colonized, but South, uh, South, I would say Sudan and Somalia, just different countries in the Horn of Africa, they were all pretty much brutalized. And it was just seen as those people were just other. They weren't white. And so they weren't fully human. Even in Asia, you see the same thing. Now, they may have gotten along with people who were lighter and who looked more European. But Cleopatra was a woman of European descent. Granted, her family lived in in Egypt, but again, like I said, they didn't even learn the language. So I doubted if they really participated in any of the other elements of the culture. They probably more than likely ate some of the food, but ate their own version of it. You know, same as here, you know, uh, European Americans, people that are American of European descent. Yeah, they've been in the U.S. for a long time, but they're still connected to their European roots. So, like, for example, I remember when I was reading The Artist's Seduction, the author wrote that Cleopatra wasn't that great looking, but these guys loved her because of her fashion sense. She changed her clothes all the time, her great hygiene, she bathed a lot, her great fragrance, she wore a lot of really good smelling perfumes. But also the fact that, you know, oh, and her ships had a great fragrance, but also the fact that she was... Um, very well versed in Roman mythology, which they still believed in at the time, which makes sense because it's the same as Greek mythology. In fact, Greek mythology came first and then the Romans just changed the names but kept all of the same gods, which is interesting because she knew that and she just would meet them dressed up as a goddess in their religion and really would show off that she knew about their religion, the Roman version of the mythology. And that was attractive to Caesar and Mark Anthony. But how did she even know that? She knew that because in her culture, because she was of European descent, they still passed those religious beliefs down to their children. She was still connected to that. Whereas an African queen, even though the Egyptians knew a lot about um, Greek Greek culture and Roman culture because they got a lot of tourism and stuff. All three places got a lot of tourism. They had a lot of travelers. You can even read ancient documents and there's a lot of them talking. Like Most of what we know about ancient Egypt, for example, is written by ancient Greek scholars, for example, because they had so much tourism from Greek scholars going to Egypt to learn about the secrets of Egypt and the things that people knew in Egypt, right? So they had a lot of tourism. So a, a, a native Egyptian would have known some things, but Cleopatra being of European descent, she knew more because that was really her culture. So I think the reason why Mark Anthony 
and Caesar fell in love with Cleopatra and the part that no one talks about because they just see it as being like a no-brainer but it is actually noteworthy is basically they fell in love with her because she was white <laughs> that was like the biggest thing she was a normal she wasn't ugly she was a normal looking white woman but with her pretty clothes and her makeup, she did actually wear makeup too. So with her pretty clothes, with her makeup, with her hair being done, it's kind of like Khloe Kardashian, you know? She's a normal looking lady, but you get the hair and the nails and the dresses and the makeup, um, and she looks a lot better, even before she got, you know, all this work done. When she would, you know, diet and exercise and do all that, it made her look better. You add a good personality in there, and cultural similarities and the fact that they basically share the same heritage it'd be hard for them to not find her attractive not to mention it's harder for them to assault her because she is like one of their people and their job was basically to kill her but it's like killing one of their family members or one of their friends it wasn't as easy because she was a lady of European descent and if we know anything about European history it's been basically shown that the men respect and value the women in their culture and who share their same heritage more than they do women of other races and cultures on average and in general so I think that's uh that was an interesting point and I kind of just realized it because I mean I thought about it but I was like why hasn't anyone ever mentioned it and I saw another video on TikTok also about ancient Roman hairstyles and how scholars had always wondered how did these women get their hair to look like that because they didn't have really much soap they didn't have hairspray so what was going on with their hair because it was so big and they just concluded that they must have been wigs. And actually, a woman said, no, these aren't wigs, they're sew-ins. And I think some of them were like braided extensions and maybe even crochets. And the scholars were kind of like, no, there's no way. Then the woman duplicated it and did it on her clients. She used extensions. So it wasn't a wig and it wasn't their real hair. They were wearing extensions, basically. And many of the extensions were sewn into the hair. But I wouldn't doubt that there were also other techniques like crochet and braided extensions and things like that. And that was discovered recently that most of the old uh, Roman pictures and Greek pictures are women who are wearing hair extensions. And those hairstyles were invented in Africa. That's why a lot of people didn't think it'd be possible that these European women were wearing African hairstyles. But like I said, they had a lot of tourism. And I'm sure they also had immigration as well. So the Roman women would learn from African women how to get their hair done. Or they would get their hair done by African women when they would travel and things like that. So there were a lot of cultural exchange. There was a lot of cultural exchange in the Mediterranean era, area um, and in North Africa, in the Middle East. There was a lot of different cultures interacting with each other. So it wasn't like Mark Anthony and Caesar would have been totally unfamiliar with different cultures, right? 
but they also knew their own culture, their own ethnic group, and felt disconnection to people who were like them and preferred people who were like them. And that is something that's noteworthy. The concept of basically ethnicity and race, even if there were not technical terms for it, people still saw race. They saw difference. They saw if they had things in common with people and that would draw people in. And so it is something that's worth mentioning because, you know, when it was just white male scholars, they never thought, oh, these women's hair, it must be so-ins. But now knowing that it adds another layer to ancient Roman history of, well, who taught them how to do their hair like that? And then it adds another layer of, well, how did they do their hair? Where did they get their hair done? And it just adds another layer to the daily life. And I think this narrative of, well, it was just because she was so intelligent, as if all men care about his intellect, (laughs) it's not really very realistic. But when you think about the racial element of it, and also she was, uh, it's noted that Julius Caesar wrote poems about how good at uh, Cleopatra was at oral sex so it was probably because of that too that makes sense he is a man him liking her style her hair her makeup that makes sense he's a man and also him liking the fact that she's of European descent and she basically is his name ethnicity and shares a similar culture that makes a lot of sense these are the kinds of things that men care about and the fact that she's well educated sure but that's not a big thing if that were the case every nerdy girl would just have guys just lined up falling in love with her (laughs) and that just isn't true it usually has a lot more to do with how a woman looks even if she doesn't look like a perfect supermodel does she present well can she put herself together can she speak his language does she understand and value his religion what color is her skin what texture is her hair um how good is she in bed these are the things that most men care about a lot more than just how many books does she read. So I think to say that they just loved her because of how smart she was, it's an oversimplification and it's one that's being passed around because the people who do this sort of studying, they usually all are basically Anglo-Saxons, so they kind of share the same culture and think the same. So they're not really thinking outside the box to try and figure out what really was it that they were all drawn to. Or maybe they don't want to be politically incorrect and blame it on the elephant in the room, which is the fact that they shared the same racial identity, especially since people like then didn't really talk about race. But that doesn't mean that they didn't see it or didn't think about it in some ways. So just wanted to make a little video about that. Um, I know I talk about all kinds of stuff on my podcast and I really like just, you know, learning about new things and then talking about it here. I wanted to leave a comment on social media, but I was like, you know what? Let me really dive deep and talk about it here on my podcast. So later.